You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. We've been talking about being Jesus-centered. That's what we've talked about over the past couple of weeks. And this morning, we're going to talk about being pioneers because we're called to be pioneers right now. We're in a pioneering season. Um, do you feel like you're digging up new ground? <laughs> Just a little bit. I know. That's how I feel like. I feel like I've been digging new ground. While we were singing that Break Every Chain, I saw two things. I saw, uh, first of all, bolt cutters that were cutting the chains. But then I saw a tractor trailer that had these huge chains on its tires. You know how they do that in the snow where we don't live? Yes. And, and as they were driving, it was breaking up the hard ground. Uh, those chains were breaking up all the hard ground that was there. So it was very, very interesting uh, what God is doing. But we're going to talk about being pioneers. And, you know, being a pioneer is, is taking new territory. It's capturing new land. And you think we would have taken all the territory that we needed to take. But in the spiritual realm, there's a lot more territory that needs to be taken. And this year has been a year of shaking. You know, we can say amen to that, right? It's been a year that none of us have ever experienced. None of us are, are old enough to have gone through a pandemic, to have gone through, you know, a um, like the, the polio, the all of that. We, we've never been through any of this. None of us have. So this, you know, 2021 started out with a bang. And then uh, all of a sudden we were faced with something that we actually knew nothing about. And nobody else did either. None of the experts knew anything about it either. I mean, really, it's, it's been a trial and error, you know, and then another trial and then a, a breakthrough. And, but we've had one of the greatest assaults from the enemy against us. One of the greatest assaults. Our faith has been tested. It has been uh, tried it has, it has made us look and say, what is it that I believe? Who is it that I believe in? You know, it's, it's made us really dig down deep. And as um, we were singing that song, you know, I will build my life on that one foundation, that true foundation, Jesus Christ. We've had to kind of double check our foundation and, and how steady is it? How true is it? How, how firm is that foundation that we have? We, we, we've had to say, what report are we going to believe? Are we going to believe the report of God? Are we going to believe the report of Baal? What report? We had to choose this year. Who were we going to believe? Who were we going to believe? Who were we going to reset ourselves on? And I think one of the biggest challenges we had was because there was such a uh, pervasive, uh, deceptive spirit that tried to grab a hold of our truth 
and transform it into something that was half truth, partial truth, almost truth, no truth, you know, but there was such a pervasive uh, spirit of lies and deceptions this year. And we have had to use, you know, really the Holy Spirit had to be our filter this year. We, our mind did not have the capacity to be our filter. The Holy Spirit had to filter and, and make sure that our emotions stayed steady and our mind stayed sure on who we believed in. And regardless of what was being said around us, the Holy Spirit was our filter. He had to be because we, we, didn't, we didn't have anything else to hold on to. And that's a good thing. I mean, of course, that's a good thing. But I'm going to start. We're going to just read some scripture this morning. We're going to start with John 1. We're going to talk about as pioneers, this is what we know. This is what we know. So John 1, we're going to start in verse 1. Going to read a couple of verses out of this. And I love this. John, John 1 is one of my favorite I say that about everything. I'm going to read something and be like, oh, that's my favorite. Oh, yeah, that, that's my favorite, too. So uh, the word is my favorite. Okay. So John 1, 1, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. It's just Jesus. Just Jesus. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The darkness did not comprehend it. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believed in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but God. So what we know is Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us, verse 14. But in that, we who received him were given the right to become children of God. So that's who we are, and that's what we know. That's good. That's amen. Okay, let's go home. I mean, really, when you think about it, think about it. I mean, just in those few verses, you just think about it. It is the gospel encapsulated that Christ is, and he was, and he is, and he is to come. And from our belief in Jesus, we become the children of God, and we are. So that's, that's where we are right now. You know, this is who we are. We are the children of God. We are the pioneers for the kingdom of God. We are the ones that are digging up the fallow ground. We are the ones that are knocking down every high tower that sets itself up against God. That's who we are, right? Let's go to Ephesians 1 for a minute. I mean, doesn't that make you want to just jump up and say, I'm on it, God. I don't care what's in front of me. I am on it because I am because you are. Because you are, I am. And then I can do anything because of who you are. Oh, Jesus, you just preached by yourself this morning. It is so good. I mean, when you think about the simplicity in the complexity 
of all of this. But the Jesus 101 is he is, and we are because he is. That's Jesus 101. And we can do all things because he is. It's like the ABCs. Jesus taught us the ABCs of, of who he is. And it is life-changing. Okay, we're going to start with uh, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So we have every spiritual blessing, everything. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. I just think about that. Each one of you sitting here that has said yes to Jesus Christ, you have said yes to something that God had predetermined for us when it started in the beginning. He said, I am going to have a people that will be my family. And when they say yes to me, they will become my children. And when they say yes to me, every spiritual blessing will be given to them. Not only that, that they will be seated in heavenly places in Christ because of what I've done. Not only that, you know, it's like it never ends the not only that. It's like, you know, you know how on Christmas morning when you open up your gifts or Christmas Eve, whenever you do it, you open up that. And it's like, not only that, this, you know, Jesus is not only that, but he's everything. And every time we think we understand not only that, there's more. There's more. There, it's, it's an unending outpouring of who he is in us, to us, for us. It's unending. It's unending. It's everything. And we don't even know what the everything is. The surprises continue to fall. The wonder never ceases. The awe never stops. That who's Jesus. That is who Jesus is. Phew. Yeah, amen. That's right. Verse 5, having predestined us to, us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ him, to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. How? You are the good pleasure of God's will. How, when's the last time somebody said, you are my good pleasure? To the praise and the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Oh. I don't know whether to cry, whether to fall on the floor, whether to jump up and down and scream, whether to take a run around the, the chairs. You know, you just, you know, there's so much bubbling inside of us over this. Verse 11, it says in verse 11, as soon as I find it on my page, Go backwards, 13, 9, 11. In him also we have attained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praise of his glory. Wow. In him... 
you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. We have the Holy Spirit sealed on us. You know, when the king puts a seal on, it can't be broken. We have that seal on us. I mean, just think about that. To the praise of his glory. We are sealed. And you know, that sealing is authority. That sealing is authority. (laughs) And I didn't give you this, Noah, but I'm just going to read it real quick. You don't have to turn here. It says now, this is 2 Corinthians 5, 5. It says, now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the spirit as a guaranteed, as a guarantee. We are guaranteed. So, so this is where we are. This is what we know. We know God has given us abundantly more than we could ever imagine or dream of. We know that he has given us his seal over us. We know that we are the promised inheritance. We know that even when we think we understand, there is a, a, a revelation of understanding that will come to us, that will expand us in such a way we won't even believe what God is showing us. But we just step in, and with every stepping of where he takes us, it's expanded even more. So, so we understand the best that we can on the journey that we're in that Jesus is everything and he has given us everything to be pioneers. And part of that tooling is the inner work of Christ in us being endued with power, being empowered by the Holy Spirit Understanding that we are not outsiders trying to get in, that we are insiders releasing the light, the power, the harvest, whatever it is God has for us, out. Because we live from the inside out. We live from the spirit guiding us out. And that's how we keep our peace, is living from the inside out because we have been the the mystery of Christ has been revealed to us that Christ is the son of God that Christ is the salvation of the earth that Christ is sacrificed for us resurrected back into glory so that we can receive all that he has from that But the thing we have to, you know, I think one of the things we're going to be pioneers of this year and and really the time to come, the season that we're in, is we're going to be pioneers of truth. We've got to be pioneers of truth. I I received a survey the other day. I I, I don't even know what I did. Um, Oh, I think I had something wrong with my cable, with our internet. And when I got done, they sent me a survey. And part of the survey was, What gender do I identify with? 
Now, for us, that may seem shocking. But for the world, that is not a shock. That is becoming normal. But we are the pioneers of truth. We're the ones who carry and break up the lies that have been planted in this day and in this season. We are called to shift that. And uh, we were talking earlier today. And what we have to remember is we don't need everybody to shift it. We just need us. Because us plus Jesus is everything. We just need us. Think about it. Mary and Joseph were pioneers. They had an, Mary had an angelic encounter. Joseph had a couple of dreams where the angel appeared. And they went. They didn't take their whole tribe with them. They didn't take their mom and dad. They didn't take everybody with them. They were pioneers to make sure the promise of God was birthed where it was supposed to be birthed, Jesus. The wise men were pioneers. They were sent to protect Jesus from being found by Herod. We think that we need everybody in the world to get on board, but we don't. We just need to get on board with what God's plan is and how he's going to use us. We would love for everybody in the whole world to get on board. Our jobs would be so much easier, you know? We would be worshiping in the streets. We'd be doing all kinds of stuff. And everybody in the streets would just come join us because they are. But that is not what is happening. And it never has been. If you read the scriptures, that has never been what has happened. There's always been God's people and God's not. Now, it's not that it's exclusive trying to exclude them. It's they just haven't had the revelation of who Jesus is. At one time, we didn't have it. We have it. And now we're in. We want them in, but they don't have to be in for us to accomplish what God has for us. They don't have to be in for us to change what is written on a survey. God just needs each one of us to grab a hold of our assignment and go. And we will pioneer where God has us to pioneer. I don't need to not do what God has called me to do because 12 people that I know are not on board. I, I don't need to worry about that. All I need to worry about is what is my assignment? What is my assignment? What am I pioneering? What are you pioneering? What has God called you to do? Because if you're doing what you're supposed to do, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, then we are transforming the world one person at a time. I was thinking about this today. I got so excited. I, I, was, I was telling God, you're just talking too loud and too much. I'm having a hard time keeping up. <laughs> because it's such an empowering message that God has for us is that we are the transforming change of the world because of who we carry. And he is sending every partnership we need, whether it's discounts, whether it's deliverance, whether it's angels. It doesn't matter to him. He sends that perfect partnership from heaven 
to empower us and enable us to do what we need to do. We don't have to worry about how. We just have to worry about yes. I mean, really, when we think about it, God will show us the how as we go. He's just looking for us to go. Take that one step. He's looking for the Josephs to stand up and say, Mary, I'm going to stand beside you. And we're going to go where the angel in the dream told me to go. He's looking for wise men to say, that guy's bad. So we need to go in another direction to make sure that that bad guy, yeah, <laughs> that that bad guy doesn't get in the way, doesn't, doesn't get in where he shouldn't get in. The wise men didn't have to take Herod on. They just had to follow what they were being shown. We don't always have to have hand-to-hand combat, face-to-face combat. We just have to have the unction of the Holy Spirit to get us where we need to go. So we are the carriers of the truth. And we have to make sure that our mindsets are set on Christ. And if there's any mindset that doesn't align ourselves, then we take every thought captive that doesn't align itself with God, that sets up a stronghold against what God is saying to us. You know, I'm sure there were 50 reasons why Joseph didn't want to do what he was told in the dream. Maybe 51, maybe 101, I don't know. But he did what he was called to do regardless of what it, what it would look like on the outside. What other people would think of him. He did it. He did it. He took every thought captive, every thought captive, and aligned it with the mind of Christ. That's so good. God is so good. He is so good to us. He is so good to us. I mean, just think about this. This is going to be a kick-butt year. I don't know if I can say that. Can you say that? I just did. It's too late. But it is. I feel like, you know, now we've kind of gotten a little bit of a shaking. And we've had to kind of, you know, have you ever been on a roller coaster and you feel like you've just been beat to death? I feel like we've gotten a little bit of shaking. And now we're standing up going, no more. We are going to go and we're going to change the world and we're going to change the definition of what people are trying to redefine what God has said. And we are going to see a turnaround as we cross over. We're going to see a turnaround. I can, I'm going to tell you, we can guarantee this because we are pioneering a new territory. You know, we've, we've allowed things to get out of hand. And uh, like Nehemiah, I gave a word the other night, like Nehemiah said, he said, I repented for my whole family, the whole, all of Israel. He said, I'm just going to repent for everybody. So we're just repenting for everybody. And he, and he said, oh God, I need for you to hear my prayer and answer it. Because you say, if you return to me, I will return to you. And then God opened the door for favor for him 
with the king who let him free from his obligations. So some of you may be set free from current obligations in order to pioneer a new territory. You know, Nehemiah gave up his job. Pretty secure job as long as the cupbearer worked out okay, as long as the wine was okay. <laughs> it was pretty secure as long as there was no coup, right? But just think about it. He gave up his job to launch out into a new territory after being held captive. But with that launching, with that giving up his job came favor, came provision from unlikely sources came a tribe that would surround him and catch his vision and go with him and came a strategy where he learned how to build and fight at the same time. He learned how to make a difference in the call God had given him while fighting off the enemy who was coming against him. We have all that and more and more. We have more. So I believe that God is sending us to a new territory. He is sending us as pioneers where we thought we understood where we would be in this time in our life. But what we realize is that God's given us a new mission and the mission is to take back the territory for God in whatever way he's called each one of us to do. Because there's a uniting of the body that is enabling us to be powerful even if we don't move collectively in a group. Right? Because if everybody's doing their part... The word says we all know in part. We all have an assignment. There are gifts. There's the fruit. If we're all doing our part, then the body functions fully and healthily. Healthily. I think that's a word. We'll see. But so just think about that. Think about, and you know, every year, I'll tell you this, every year God gives me a Christmas present. And he has for years. And when he started it, it was a surprise. He gives me a birthday present and a Christmas present. And so uh, when he started giving them to me, it was a surprise. He was like, I have a birthday present for you. And I'm like, that's weird. Is that me? And he's like, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're praying, as, as, as we start to celebrate Christmas and all that, and ask God, what is that pioneering that you have for me? You know, where are you sending me to dig up the ground that's gotten hard? Dig up the places. And it might be literally he's sending you somewhere. It could be that he's sending you somewhere in the spirit. Like uh, Miguel and Rita were talking about just praying in the spirit and let that be the breaking of the ground. A combination of all things. How does he want to use you to take back? to take those things off the surveys, who you're identifying with as your gender. How does he want to use you to do that? How does he want to use you to redefine what family looks like? Our finances, when you live in a godly kingdom. 
our healing. You know, we talked about healing the other night and uh, almost everybody in here had been healed of something by God. Healing. We just heard testimonies of healing, financial breakthroughs. How does he want to use you to redefine the world? And that sounds like big. That sounds big. But it's not big. Because with God, nothing's impossible. With God, nothing's impossible. So whatever he's given us, we are more than equipped, more than able, more than prepared to do it. Whether we think it or not, the spirit is telling our spirit we are. And that we are these pioneers of truth. We're, we're pioneers of this new territory. We're pioneers that will break the stronghold that the enemy has and release life that Christ has given us. Amen? Amen. Whew. So get your pioneering clothes on. I don't know what that looks like. Does that mean boots and axe and, you know, all the ropes and all those kind of things? I don't know. If you'll stand, let's pray. Is everybody ready to pioneer something new? Yes. Yes. So, Father, I just thank you that... Jesus is the word, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And as we are in this season of celebrating Jesus becoming flesh, I'm just asking you, Lord, open up our eyes. Let our minds be able to perceive, even conceive, the plans that you have for us. And Lord, I just thank you that your spirit dwells in us. And for each of us, we're going to take a territory that we never thought we would be given the opportunity to take. And Lord, we're taking a territory of truth that you are the way and the truth and the life, Lord. We're taking that territory and you're going to show us how to take it. For you. You're going to show us how to harvest people's hearts. And, and Lord, I just feel like there's such a dynamic change in the way you're teaching us to communicate life to people. So, Lord, teach us that, that, that life release into people's hearts. Help us to see and discern, even like the wise men, that there's some people we just need to move away from because they're there to kill and destroy. But then there's some we need to press into because we're here to deposit what you've given us. So Lord, give us that clarity in choosing how we battle. Do we stand? Do we go hand to hand? Or do we turn and go in a different direction to take the victory? Lord, we love you so much, and we know that you have this, uh, this excitement that's just pouring into us. There is a, like an intensity, uh, um, uh, almost even a nervous energy at the uh, anticipation of what you have, because we know the truth. We know who you are, and we know who we are in you. So, God, we just thank you. We honor you. We love you. 
We celebrate you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.